are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We're going to keep it plain and simple. We're going to have a come to Jesus today. I tried to tell y'all about these damn overhyped heels. I know y'all have been gassing them up. They had a couple double-digit games. We figured, oh my gosh, the heels are back. UNC is back. We are ready to go. Ha! Huh, BS. I, called B- I told y'all, do not overhype. Do not even get these guys feeling themselves in this. Don't do it, right? Congratulate them on a good game and keep it pushing. Excellence is the standard around here at Carolina, but unfortunately, our Tar Heels just did not get done. It was which was in wit. Mm, see, you see how they got me stuttering? See, that's how you know I'm hot. They played one of the worst games we've seen all season, and arguably one of the worst games we've seen in the past two years. We know the team has not been themselves in the past two, and it was just god freaking awful. I hate the fact that we even have to talk about it. It's one of those ones you want to forget. It's like that boyfriend who did you wrong. You don't even want to think about it no more, right? It's the guy that stood you up. It's that lady who didn't text you back. All of that good stuff. You just don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's just so disheartening. But here we are. We're going to get through best we know how, right? So Clemson played Carolina last night, and it was, again, probably one of the worst basketball games I've ever witnessed from the Tar Heels. It was ugly from top to bottom. Carolina, everything we have been telling Carolina to fix and every sort of progress we thought we saw, you know, in past games just went to crap last night against the Tigers, and it was awful. Again, from start to finish. So before last night, Carolina had led the series 133 to 22, including 40 of 17 on the road and 29 and 14 at Little John Coliseum. Little John also feels a little aggressive. I don't know why that is the name of Clemson's Coliseum, but if they're looking into changing some names, that should be first on the docket. It's horrible. (laughs) It's awful. It reminds me of some Black History Month movie that we're probably watching. It's just, it's terrible. Okay, let me just had to put that aside there. I feel better about saying that it's off my chest. Okay, cool. The Tigers have won two of the last three games, but Roy Williams is 21 and four against Clemson as head coach of the Tar Heels. Carolina has won five of the last six at Little John Coliseum, including 81-79 in the most recent game there on March 2nd, 2019. But again, they lost. Carolina lost at home on January 11th to the Tigers, breaking that long streak that was the longest in NCAA history. So just, again, something about Clemson Tigers that the past two years teams cannot seem to get rid of, the bad juju, but it was there and it was prominent last night. Let me tell you about it, okay? So from a game overview, right, from start to finish, it was all Clemson. Clemson came out swinging, punched Carolina in the mouth. Carolina could not find offense. It couldn't create offense. It didn't know what offense was. For whatever reason, Carolina could not buy a basket. It was just start to finish horrible shooting, horrible execution in play, horrible feeding to the bigs. It was just bad. Got guys like Armando Baycock who have games averaging 12 points a game who can't even sniff at the goal. Like he just, it was not his night. And normally I'm not hard on him as hard as I am, 
but whoo child, that was ugly. Okay, cool. So from a field goal percentage, Carolina shot 38% on the night, one of the worst it has all year, while Clemson shot just 40%, but they made it count, right? From three three point percentage, Carolina was 26% to Clemson's 34. And here we go. Here's the granddaddy that we want to talk about. The field free throw percentage, right? 52% from Carolina. Half, you can barely make half of your free throws, and you're supposed to be trying to get yourself in an NCAA tournament. Girl, boy, stop. Like, who is you talking to? 52% of your free throws, dot free, meaning points that you get for free, right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. At one point, Carolina was down by nine, but had missed nine free throws. So let's just talk about it, right? We would easily be in games if guys just made their free. That's lazy. That's not even, we're not even talking like fun. That's fundamental education. Go back to one of basketball 101. You got to make them damn free throws, period. Clemson was 75% on the night and just took over from the game from there too. For a rebound perspective. Yeah, Carolina had 38 rebounds, but they could not put no ball in the basket. So does it matter? Doesn't matter if you can't, if you get second chance opportunities, but you can't make a free throw. If you, is it, does it matter if you get an and one, but you can't make a free throw? Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to tell you. And then, oh, let's go to my favorite stat. My favorite, 17 turnovers. How do you explain 17 turnovers? We'll go back to our basic rules again. A plus B equals C. When you have more turnovers than the opponent, you usually lose the game. And you had 10 more turnovers, sloppy turnovers, careless turnovers. And you honestly want to tell me this is a team that deserves to be in the top four? I was hyping it. I was selling y'all. I said y'all were going to get together because we saw the progress. Y'all have regressed in ways that I just can't explain to people. I can't go hard in the paint for you. You don't go hard in the paint in your performance. How do I explain that? You're making me look bad. That's what I'm pissed off about. I'm sitting here trying to hype up Carolina thinking that, you know, they finally figured it out. And your guard play just let me know. All right, cool, Candace. Don't even say nothing else. If y'all get in the tournament, we're just happy to be here. That's the standard at this point. That's what we're playing like. We just happy to freaking be here. And I mean, at one point, it was 16 points in 16 minutes of play. How do you explain that, right? How do you even rationalize with me and tell me that's a good, like, that's okay and that can happen? It just can't. It can't. It's unacceptable performance. Your scoring leaders, for whatever that means, right? Dayron Sharp with 16, Caleb with nine, Kerwin with nine, Garrison with eight. One person had double-digit points for the night. Armando Baycott, what did he have? Two points on the day, right? What was it? Let me make sure I get it right. Because if I'm going to read you, let me read you to Phil, okay? Armando Baycott, one point. I tried to give you even better. One point. Leaky Black, three points. Andrew Playtech, four points. Anthony Harris, zero. RJ Davis, zero. Walker Kessler, zero. Are y'all serious? Y'all can't be serious. You have players, multiple, with zero points that ain't just sitting on the bench that aren't DMPs? Really? Seriously? And got minutes, right? So, Andrew Playtech, you got four points in 20 minutes of play? Bro, what? Like, RJ, you played for over 12, 11 minutes and you got zero points. Anthony Harris, zero points for 14 minutes. Bruh. 
I mean, at least Walker with three minutes got zero. Okay. I'm going to back off, right? But you got to be shamed. You literally have three points, Leaky Black, and you play for 20 minutes? That don't make no darn sense. Now, come on now. Like, am I tripping? I'm doing too much? I'm a little too hard? Let me know. Let me know if I'm too hard on the fellows right now. Let me know if having five days off is too much rest because there's a they're, clearly they're a rhythm and rhyme team, right? Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up as Tar Heel time. Like, they clearly are that team because when they get any type of rest, if they're not in their flow, if they're not feeling their game, it is going to be ugly, which makes you a little bit nervous <laughs> when you're talking about Saturday and a big rivalry match where honestly nobody's hyped for because y'all both are playing terribly. Who is getting hyped for this blue blood rivalry? Not I, said the Wee Bear. Not at all, right? North Carolina scored a season low 50 points on 17 of 44 shooting with 17 turnovers. Let me reemphasize that. They missed 14 three-pointers and 10 free throws. Huh? 10 points you left on the board, right? 10 points. Explain that to me. 10 points would make it a 63 to 60 loss, right? Shooting 14 threes, right? Making five of 19. Okay. If you just got half of those, eight of 19, we're in this ball game. 17 of 44. If you just got 22 of 44, we're in. You know what? Y'all get it. Because I ain't ain't finna raise my voice no more. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. I can't even get mad because I'm starting to get hot. You see? I just, let me come on back down. Let me come on back down. See, I started to raise my tongue. It's getting aggressive. Okay. Carolina, where are they at now? 11 and 6 on the year, 6 and 4 in the ACC. And again, figuring out how they're going to beat Duke come Saturday at 6. It's going to be tough. Can't even lie to you. But why was it this way? Let's have that bigger conversation. Let's take a look and maybe hype up Clemson because clearly they know they knew how to get the job done when it came to the Tar Heels, right? But before we do that, I want to reemphasize the fact that Carolina clearly was not ready. They were not in the game. They just were slept on. Maybe they did not have their built bar. And I'm trying to tell you, if they didn't, that could be a reason why. And let me tell you why. Because it's the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, built bar is even more delicious. If you're a health-conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Bill Bar because it's low-calorie, low-sugar, high-fiber, high-protein, and great for the keto diet. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we got to talk about this Carolina-Clemson game. Carolina lost 63-50. to They played terribly from start to finish, top to bottom, everything from every aspect. It was terrible. Okay? Three of your players who played ample minutes got zero points. Four more of your players who had ample minutes got not even double digits. Five more of them. Nobody but Dayron Sharp got double digit points last night. That's a problem. Because Dayron's not only a freshman, he's a big. So, like, I need my guards, who I said had to step up to do that, right? So, let's talk about the Tigers, though, okay? Amir Sims was recently named one of 15 players to the 
Defensive Player of the Year Award Watch list. Okay, he was top 10 for in the Carl Malone Award Watch list as well. He had 10 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds on the night. Even more so, let's talk about Nick Honor, who has scored a season-high 21 points in the overtime win against NC State, feeling himself right. Didn't do much last night, but he did it when it counted. Six points, two critical threes, and kept it right on pushing. Clemson emphasized the fact that they were too deep. That's their theme of the year, right? Clemson will look to use as many as 12 players in most games as it attempts to utilize its depth as one of his main strengths this season. Clemson's bench had 15 points. Carolina's bench actually had 20, right? And still got their tail whooped. Okay, let me just, let me just, let me go there. Let's, let's have a come, come to Jesus now, right? The starting lineup, how did they do? Clyde Trapp held it down. 14 points. Hunter Tyson embarrassed Carolina, dropping 16 points. Alamir Dawes with seven. Amir Sims with 10. And again, Nick Honor with six. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And I remind you, my three keys to victory, right? What did I want the Tar Heels to do? I said they had to get the guard play right together. They had to ensure that they did not let this game get close. They did not let the defense feel like they were suffocating the Tar Heels. Give yourself space. Do not let this game get close because Clemson is great at 50-point games and under, right? They are great to holding opponents there. They are great to – if they have to stay there as well, they'll do that, right? They let them back in the game several times. It got down to under four. Like, Carolina just had to get four more points to tie the game. We were going to be good to go. But, no. Carolina just said, nah, we good, fam. Go ahead. Go ahead, take this one. We, we, not, we not worry about it. Just awful. Awful. I said, number three, Carolina's wing, wing players, anybody out there, anybody. Can I get a Danny Green? Can I get a Wayne Ellington? Right? Can I get a Reggie Bullock? Can I get a P.J. Harrison? Can I get somebody who can shoot a three consistently? I don't even want Kobe at this point. I don't even think a Kendall can help us. I don't know if Raymond can help us. I don't even know if friggin' Ty could help us at this point on the guard play. I don't know. I don't, we need more than a miracle at this point. Cole Anthony couldn't do nothing for us right now, right? You just, ooh, yeah, you see how my tone's starting to get hot? Let me come on, come back down. Let me come on, come back down, right? I just, I can't believe I actually overhyped and sold these. Who was, I think? You know what? I tried to tell y'all not to do it. I started to buy in myself because I know that's what y'all want to hear, but I'm back to keeping it humble. Excellence is the standard at Carolina, right? The standard. We are used to winning. So the problem with that is when you don't do it at such drastic levels, you're like, well, what the hell is happening to the team? But it's not even like you can enjoy the little bit of progress we saw in these past six to seven games. Right now, seven of eight games. Carolina has dropped, what, six of eight now? Or one six of eight, dropped two, and two that were ugly. So you just go back and think, how in the world can we feel like this team is going to be consistent when it matters? And it's going to have to matter Saturday because it's all about bragging rights. Because when both teams are bad, now it's just like, can anybody, who got cussed out in the locker room the best and ended up delivering the next day <laughs> or the next matchup? That's exactly where Carolina and Duke are at, right? Duke coming off that horrible Miami loss, not stepping up. Carolina coming off the Clemson loss, not stepping up. Now, who took what coach told them? advice heated to the advice and is now trying to get better in my opinion if you're going to bet on this game i humbly ask you 
to bet the under because it's going to be ugly, right? There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here with Locked On Podcast Network, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is thankfully over, and it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Now, as we wrap up today's show, right, we start to look back at Carolina and we're trying to be like reflective, figure out where do we go up from here. Again, as I mentioned, we have a game on Saturday against the Duke Blue Devils. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be tough. Carolina's going to have to figure it out, right? But in that sense, I believe that Carolina's capable, right? Carolina should do everything that they can to, again, heed the advice of Coach Williams. He said, mentioned many of times, it really is just comes out in, in the wash, right? If you work hard, it comes out. So I don't understand why you're working this hard in practice, why you're working this hard to compete. And then when you get out on the floor, you act like a chicken with his head cut off. I can, I, you could tell last night the Clemson coach was standing up on the line in people's faces trying to get, you know, right on people. Roy, after a while, was just sitting his tail down. Because, I mean, what, what can you say? How many different ways can you try and, you know, say, hey, execute the play this way before you do it? How many times can you tell a kid to make his free throws? There are just certain things you cannot teach. You can't teach 11 to 21 and to get better than that. Like, how do you teach – those are things at this point, especially for a guy like Roy Williams in his career, you're not going to sit here and dwell on basic, don't make a careless turnover. Don't pass into blank space, Leaky Black. Don't pass to the opponent, Garrison Brooks. Like, there are things that you cannot teach at this level. There are things that you want your upperclassmen to know at the side of their back of their hand, right? Yes, they're going to have to be patient with young guards, but... Clearly, there's some miscommunication going on. Clearly, there's not some wanting to take over. But at at what point do you say, hey, bigs can't do everything? When we talk about tournament time, right, our bigs cannot be the staple of our program. RJ Davis and Caleb Love are going to have to get in there and figure it out if they want any type of run. I'm just, you know what, not even going to talk about run. If you want to get to anybody's sweet six, round of 32, hell. Because for me, if you can't hold on in games like Clemson and just lose kind of late on some freak shot or whatever, you can easily get dropped by some random team on a random given day. That's what that told me, right? That Clemson loss has told me that on any given day, if you catch Carolina sleeping, you can beat them. They're very beatable, actually. They're, you can dominate them. Right, Carolina can that whole, that thing was cute back in the first couple games when we were playing Stanford's in Texas. 
you know, in North Carolina centers of the world, right? And even Kentucky's of the world where we clawed back in games, you know, Texas was a close loss, but still, you know, like we had a huge deficit and made our, got our way back out of it. That was cute in November and December, bruh, we're in February. (laughs) We're in February. We have seven games left in the month of February before we're starting March play, before we're starting ACC tournament time. Like, and it might be a win and get in kind of situation where you got to win the tournament. That's how I'm feeling about Carolina basketball right now. How are y'all feeling? Are you feeling like Carolina even has a chance? I don't know. I don't know. I want to be hyped, but I'm a realist. I tried to give us a little bit of love and say, you know what? They're they're feeling it and they're progressing in the right ways because it was showing up. Proof is in the pudding. They were showing up on paper. But right now, I just can't, with a good conscience, say that Carolina is about to do anything on Saturday. Like, like, tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm totally unimpressed, big time unimpressed, thinking that Carolina is going to come in and dominate on Saturday at 6 against the Blue Devils. This might be arguably the worst Duke-Carolina game, ugliest, damn near, Worst shooting percentage we've ever seen from a Carolina and Duke team ever, right? Would you say, I mean, you could argue that. I don't know. that They might, they might get that support. The most uninteresting, God-awful, help-us-father Carolina-Duke game we've ever seen. I'm just saying. Comment, hopefully I become a liar, but I just don't feel like I will be. As we go through the week, this is what we got. We got to talk Carolina Duke. We got to preview the other side. We got to talk about Coach K. We got to talk about Roy and what all of the blue blood, you know, rivalries mean. Some good, feel good type and opportunity. We'll hype it up as best we can. Feel free to throw me in some questions in the mailbag at Locked on Heels. Let me know how you're feeling about the squad. If you're hyped about it, if you're just indifferent, that's okay too. You know, we're getting gearing up for Super Bowl. I know everybody's in big last game, football game of the season energy. Right, you're getting everything. You got your built bar set. You got your Coors Light, all that stuff. Getting ready together for Sunday's action. But got a big game Saturday. It could be big. It could be very telling of how this team is going to get through the next couple games because they've got the Miami's, the Virginia, Virginia Techs coming down the stretch. They've got Louisville, which could get ugly. They have to play Florida State again, unfortunately, and they got to play Duke again. <sighs> Help us, Father. Help us, Lord. Right? Normally, we wouldn't be so down about it, but I'm just so disappointed. Like, that just that game was so disappointing for so many different reasons. But here we are. Alas, we're going to move on from it. We're going to keep it pushing. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow. We'll try to have a better attitude by we, I mean me. We'll see. Hit me up at Locked on Heels, at Candace D. Cooper. We'll talk further. You know, we'll keep the vibe rolling. Hey, we'll come back again. Stay smart, stay safe out there. Wear your mask, please. Wash your hands, all that good stuff. And as always, hope you have a great Thursday. Go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.